0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Time for the zone. To be joined by former Razorback baseball player and current Diamond Hog color commentator, Bubba Carpenter. Bubba Carpenter is brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Visit them on the web at johnstonshomecenter.com. Johnston's Home Center in Benton. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Now let's play ball with Bubba Carpenter. Well, the and, the and the pitch to Slavin, swing, ground ball, base hit, right center field. Brady Slavens sparks this team to Omaha, and the road show continues for the Arkansas Razorbacks. A four-to-three win. Come from behind style in the ninth inning. The Razorbacks dogpiling on the field here in Chapel Hill with their 11th trip to the College World Series. And you can call them the Omaha
1: I think I will, and I'm sure Bubba Carpenter will. Bubba couldn't be with us yesterday because he was traveling back with the team, and I'm sure that was quite a joyous flight indeed. Bubba, welcome. How are you, my friend?
0: Hey, what's going on, fellas?
1: Bubba, never... A doubt with this team. Never had a doubt with this team, and I am so happy that we're all going to Omaha. This is going to be a fun week. I'm excited about it.
0: Absolutely. Now, you guys, hey Wes, go back and listen to the recordings of our other shows. And and I said all along, this team had what it took to get to Omaha. Everyone gave up on this team. Not everyone. A lot of people kind of pooh-poohed this team, you know, off and on throughout the season. But I knew the talent was there, and You know, it's just a matter. Baseball is a crazy game, and it's just a matter of it all coming together and getting hot at the right time. And boy, you look at this team right now, and they're scary. They really are. They're from top to bottom in the lineup, they're getting it done. They're having good at bats. Guys are coming and making big pitches at the right time. And man, it's just a recipe for, uh, you know, a trip to Omaha and and a really good chance to win it all this year.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We were just talking a little bit ago. One seed goes out with Tennessee. Thank you, Notre Dame. Three seed goes down yeah. last night. Thank you, Auburn. It's wide open, isn't
0: it? It really is. But I don't put a lot of stock in the seat, seed. the seating. You know, you you look at the teams that do well in the seating year in and year out, and man, I don't, I don't, I just don't put stock in that because yeah. it's, it's how well are you playing that day? You know, and that's what that's what, that. Once again, it's the crazy thing about baseball; it can change from from week to week. You know, so Stanford has a two overall seed, I don't know. Put them in the SEC West. Where would they rank in the SEC West? And that's kind of what I do with all these teams. I try to take all these teams and transpose them into the SEC and say, what would this team do in the SEC? Now, with that being said, I don't know enough about Stanford. I know they've got, you know, they got some good players. They got some power. They got a pretty good lineup offensively. They got some good arms. They got a lefty closer that we're probably not going to want to face in a, in a, in a tight game late in the game um but you know i don't know that much about them to really to really compare them yet now by the time saturday rolls around i can tell you a whole lot about them
2: well but you mentioned the sec teams i think this is uh just a remarkable it's only happened one time other time i think it was in like 1997 when four teams uh from the same division went to the college world series i think this shows a lot about the sec west and how tough it was this year and uh Look, Arkansas was 18-12 and in the SEC. They finished second place in the West. They deserve to be hosting, except for the RPI. And the RPI was screwed up this year, obviously, because they didn't give enough respect to the SEC West. So I think Arkansas is right where they deserve to be. Oh, absolutely, West.
0: Hey, it's good to see your fun meter up a little higher.
2: Oh, I'm back. I'm back, Bubba. I'm back.
0: (laughs) Man, last couple times I've talked to you, it's like your puppy died agree uh, Hey, but, but you're right. And, and look, DBH, you know, we put a lot of praise on him, and he's the, he's the best for a reason. He kept saying all year how good the SEC West was. He, over and over, he said it. And I don't think people really believed him. I said it because, you know, I'm not good at a whole lot of things, but I'm, I'm pretty good at this baseball thing, and I can see talent, and I know talent when I see it. And, man, they're just they, – it was a tough. The SEC West was so tough this year, and to have four teams representing the College World Series—that's just amazing to me. And you know, unfortunately, you know, there's three in our our side, one in the other side. So, but uh, but I but I like where we're at. I really do. I like uh, I like the bracket we're in, and I think uh, I think it plays well with us. The key is going out and getting this first win, though, which isn't rocket science to say that, but it's real important to win this first game.
1: Yeah. Uh, talking to Bubba Carpenter on the Brandon Moving and Storage Outland. brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. We have been talking a lot about a Tom Cruise movie of late. I don't know if you've seen Top Gun yet, but another one came to mind to me over the last couple of days, and it was the old movie All the Right Moves, and Dave Van Horn has been making all the right moves. And, I, I mean, this is off the top of my head. I mean, you shift the, the lineup around before you go into the regionals, and it worked to perfection. You know, bats came alive. I love the way it's stacked up with the mix of power and on-base percentage. And then you know the the pitching matchups. You know you you change some things up. You bring Hagan Smith out of the pen after he's pitched as a starter all year long. Um, you obviously you know you had to kind of deal with you know Tiger not having his best stuff when you're in the postseason, and they pieced it together. You give Zach Morris a starting opportunity, which is a little unconventional, you know. And then the other day was it just kind of the tip of the the, the, t- the tip of the iceberg to me? With you know you go to Diggs as a pinch hitter, guy who hasn't played in so long, but obviously you felt good enough about him in the most critical situation. And he draws a walk. Everything, I mean, Dave is King Midas right now. Whatever he's doing right now is working. It's remarkable.
0: Oh, it really is. Hey, I don't know if y'all were watching or listening. When when Diggs, I got pumped up. And I love Zach Gregory, don't get me wrong, but the minute I saw Diggs come out of the dugout, I'm like, yes, we're (laughs) not playing for the tie. Typical, you know, philosophy of baseball is you play for the win on the road, you play for the tie at home it would have been really easy to leave Zach Gregory in do a safety squeeze, get the runner in, uh, the runner at first moves to second. And, you know, you got a tie ball game, one out runner at second. I love the fact that Dave's like, no, 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 we're going for the win right here. We're bringing digs up. We're going to drive that run in. Uh, and, and Kendall had a great at bat. I mean, that was a, that was a really clutch at bat for a guy that hadn't been up to the plate in a long time. That was a really good at bat. And, uh, I just love it. I love Dave having confidence in his players, and, and I honestly love the fact that he's like, screw that. <laughs> screw traditional you know, uh, philosophy. We're, we're going for the win right here.
1: Yeah, so many guys you can heap praise on, and another guy that just keeps – I mean, I keep looking up, and he's always on base, is Jalen Battles. You think about how much he's improved year-to-year offensively. What are the areas you think he's uh, – other than you know finding a way to get on, but, I mean, he just looks like a completely different guy at the plate this year, Bubba
0: he does he's confident and you know what he does he hunts pitches uh where before i don't think he did that now he's a guy that can go up there and he'll he'll occasionally sit on a slider and if he gets it he'll hammer it Mm -hmm. and but he can still hit the fastball too he'll cheat fastball a lot of times so uh, he's just a threat at the plate and down hitting down in the lineup where he's at you know i think he i think he sneaks up on some pitchers and surprises them well that's not going to happen now because the word's out on it the books out but but he's just been—he's been great, and having him in that part of the lineup, him Zach Gregory, Peyton Stovall has been remarkable mm. the last couple of weeks. Those three guys down there in that bottom part of that lineup's been huge for us to help turn that lineup over and get runners on base for the top of the lineup to do their do do their thing.
2: I was going to ask you about Peyton Stovall—he's hitting 500 in the postseason—but you just kind of mentioned that. But hey, how about Braden Webb? You know, one game he's one for five with a home run, two RBI in the Super Regional, and then he goes three for four, stolen base, a walk, scores a run. That's your leadoff guy. You know, he's, he's received a, a fair amount of criticism. He performed well, very well this past weekend.
0: Yes, he did. And, you know, that one for five, he hit a couple balls hard that day. Uh, he led off that game with a ball deep to right field that, you know, it's 340 to that right field corner, and he hit it about – 335. If he hits that same ball in Stillwater or at Baum Walker, if he hits it at Baum Walker, it's probably halfway up the net in right field. I mean, it, he hit that ball hard, mm-hmm. and the ball just wasn't carrying that direction that day. And so, you know, he's done. He's done a great job. He's playing great center field. Um, he's just he's a good player. He really is, and, uh, and and you can really see him starting to come on right now. And I, he's playing with so much confidence right now. But I, I love him top of the lineup he's just a he's a threat with power with speed he can do it all and that's what you want out of your leadoff guy
1: Bubba Michael Turner's been a you know guy of conversation he's been so good in the postseason my buddy jokingly said I would take all three infielders other than the first baseman and stick him standing on second base when he's at bat the dude has been money taking him back up mm. the middle and you know you see so many guys try to pull the ball consistently and teams shift into that but Turner has been fantastic at going right back up the middle uh, is that is that part of his approach, or just the way things have worked out?
0: Yeah, that's his approach. He'll tell you he he's better when he stays center, left center. That's his strength. Him and I talked early, early in the year. Actually, it was in the fall um, about his approach. You know what kind of hitter he was. Yeah, you because know, I played with his dad back in the day, and 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 so. You know, we've got a little, we had a little bit of a connection there. And so the first time we talked, we kind of hit it off and we just talked, talked When He hits left handed. I used to hit left handed. That's his strength, is center, left center. But what I love about Michael is that once in a while, he'll keep the fastball in because guys are trying to pound him in now because they know where he likes to stay and he will make the adjustment. But the other thing he's really good at, he can look fastball away. And if he gets a breaking ball over the middle of the plate, middle end, that's when he hits that home run to right field because he's he's staying through the zone. I call it staying on the track. Mm. He keeps that barrel on the track the long time, and he's just a he's a huge threat right there. But he's a smart hitter. You saw it. Hey, you saw it at Stillwater. Uh, that three one changeup. I'm telling you, that's a hard thing to do. Is sit three one changeup when your whole life everyone said three one fastball, three mm-hmm. one fastball for him to sit three one changeup against Justin Campbell. And hit that ball down the right field line, driving in two more runs to give us a bigger cushion. That was huge.
2: Bubba, but who was going to start Game Three if Arkansas lost Sunday?
0: <laughs> Honestly, it was going to be. I think it was going to be Zach Morris. Uh, Zach was going to come in. They were saving him. This is just me. I didn't. I didn't talk to the coach staff, but I, I'm pretty sure Zach was going to start. Even if he comes in that one inning and let's say we don't score in the, in the bottom of the ninth, I think Zach still starts uh, Game 3. I really do. He's done such a great job. He did a phenomenal job in Stillwater against Oklahoma State, quietening those bats mm-hmm. in, the, in that Game 3 game.
1: We've talked a lot of positives, Bubba. Let me ask you about uh, uh, Robert Moore. He was actually on the morning show today. He said I'm very upbeat and positive. You know, But the last game at Oklahoma State and then the the couple of games in the Supers, just not really getting a lot of good contact Anything you see in particular with him?
0: No, Robert's fine. You know, so Robert called me last night, and I was at the facility, and I texted him, and and uh, he said, "Hey, I'm, you know, I'm I'm up here dropping bombs right now. You know, talk <laughs> to you later." And he, uh, you know, he just wanted to say, "Hey, congratulations on going to Omaha. We're we're going to go get it done, and we're excited." That's all it was. He just, uh, you know, he left me a voicemail, and it was very positive and upbeat. Look, Robert. Robert had some tough luck, guys. He hit that one ball really hard up the middle. Uh, shortstop made a great play, able to get to the bag and turn two. I mean, that ball was hit hard up the middle. And, you know, just, the dude made a good play mm-hmm. on it. He, he might be missing a pitch here and there, but I still, I still say Robert's going to come up with some big plays on defense and some big hits for us going into this College World Series. I know he is, he's super excited to be back to Omaha and have another chance. It was tough last year. But everyone still remembers what it felt like being left out on that field at Baum Walker with NC State winning last year and walking it off. Um, I don't know. I, I think I think he's in a good place. I really do. And and I, I still say he's going to come up with some big hits for us.
2: I was a little surprised after the second lightning delay that they came back out with Hagen Smith. I thought maybe Tigert would come back and, and finish the inning and then just get one full inning from uh, Hagen Smith. Does that say anything about Tigert, or is it more about Hagen Smith and their confidence in him?
0: I think a little bit of both. I think Tigert, though, you got to remember, he's a max effort guy. He he's a mid nineties guy. It's hard for a guy that that comes in and just breathing fire, throwing mid nineties with a just a high velocity, fast arm. Um, those guys, when you sit for an hour, it's hard to come back out. That's that was the worst thing about for me to swallow. I don't know if y'all listened to the, the broadcast, but I was—I I didn't like that second one. The first one, I get it. There were some clouds. There was a thunk, there was a lightning strike. But that second one, man, that stuff was biased. I don't know that we should ever have had that second one. Now, I don't have the fancy weather app, but I didn't like that one at all. Um, and I said it on the air, and I get it. It's about the safety on the field. Yeah. But I knew the minute that happened, we were going to lose Tiger. I didn't think he was going to come back. And, you know, it ended up Hagen came in and did a great job. But, uh, you know, they stuck with their guy, and they've got a guy on the mound throwing 94, 95, and he didn't come back as sharp after that delay. Mm-hmm. You know, his velocity dropped a little bit, and he just didn't, he wasn't as crisp as he was when he first came in. And, it, you know, it was a factor, you know, and it could have really been a huge factor in the game. I think it hurt us more than it hurt the other team, though, more than it hurt North Carolina.
1: But, 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 you, I, or Wes, I was going to say, Bubba, you, you have to appreciate his confidence. In playing on through a potential weather issue while he's sitting in the comfy confines of the booth, I mean that's really <laughs> gutsy, Bubba. I appreciate that. Uh, by the way, <laughs> when it's 105 this weekend and we're we're at the game, we're gonna be going. You know. It's tough out there for those guys. I mean, it's just a tough day to be out there playing today while we're sitting in 68 degrees in the the air-conditioned booth. (laughs) Although I know Phil loves the windows open. I don't know if you're going to work on them for this weekend. That's going to be tough. And I assume, I don't even know what the the College World Series booths are like, but I know Phil likes the windows open, but dear Lord, it's going to be hot this weekend, man.
0: Ah, it's mind over matter, fellas. I'm soft. I'm weak-minded, Bubba. (laughs) Hey. I even, okay, I did it with my older team. They graduated last year. They were 2021. My younger team, we go to, at nine years old last year, we go to Dallas, Texas, and we played in a a World Series in the middle of July. And it's really hot in in Texas in the middle of July. I've got my team believing that we want it hot. And I'd be like, dang it, guys, it's only 99 today. We want it to be over 100 because it's not going to affect us. It's going to affect, look at that other team. They're struggling because it's hot. It doesn't bother us. So I've got my little nine-year-old, now they're 10, brainwashed that we want it hot. <laughs> when we show up to the field, we want it super hot. And I really think you can do that. It's mind over matter. We want it hot. Look, we're tougher than Stanford. Yep. Look at the Stanford players. West I think Coast if it's 105, team. that benefits us because we're yeah. Razorback tough.
1: Well, that um, the fact that you're you're in the South and Stanford in the middle of summer, it's like 80 degrees is a high. So, yeah, I think, I think Arkansas should have an advantage there. I mean, a real one, honestly. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I hope it's hot. I hope it's really hot. First no, Ar- I feel bad for my wife sitting in the stands.
1: I yeah. Think, so. You may <laughs> want to pep talk the fans. I was going to say, I wouldn't rub that in on her too much. And, yeah, I might want to give a pep talk to the fans before the game.
2: <laughs> Bubba, first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, nightmare scenario, Ole Miss versus Texas for the championship. Who are you rooting for?
0: Oh, wow. We need like a we need a lightning out or oh my rain out. So it just never happens. Uh, Bubba, they wrote, comment
2: hitting absolute... ballpark is not an option. Pick one. That's
1: disgusting.
0: <laughs> You're killing me now. Uh, believe it or you guys are going to hate me. All of my old buddies I used to play with are going to hate me. I would rather the Longhorns win it than Ole Miss.
1: You know, it's interesting it's funny because to that end and I know why, I mean we all know why, but it's just it's the same thing as you know Oklahoma State and Tennessee. How about North Carolina? I mean, and their coach was so complimentary of Arkansas not only the 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 how they, you know, won and the performance, but also the way they play. And in baseball more than any other sport we make a big deal about playing it the right way or whatever, right? They were a great team to face. I mean, I was having a hard time, Bubba, because I couldn't hate mm-hmm. them. I'm like, I like these dudes, you know, mm-hmm. and I like their coach. Coach Forbes is all class, and I thought he did a hell of a job, and they had a great year. But uh, anyway, it was just uh, it, it was a weird deal. But, I mean, we talked a lot about behavior last week, and I think they, they exemplify, just like Arkansas does, the right way to do it.
0: Oh, absolutely. So I, I just now listened this morning to his post-game press conference, and, and man, just classy as could be. And I really like that guy. I actually have a, a, a buddy of mine that, that knows him really well. And uh, I, I, I texted him to get his number. And so, you know, he didn't, he didn't want to hear, hear from me right now. But I want to send him a text at some point and just say, hey, I love the way you guys play the game. He said it. He said their team reminds him of their team. And they really do, guys. They played the game the right way. They play hard. Mm-hmm. They run through first base. They just do everything right. Honeycut hit an absolute bomb on Saturday, and he just ran around the bases. Now they celebrated in the dugout. They were excited. Yeah. Uh, one of their guys got hit. A uh, frick, the catcher got yep. hit by a, hit by a pitch. He turns to the dugout and he's like, "Yeah." And he was excited to get hit by a pitch because he was going to be the go-ahead run. Um, I mean that's excitement. That's not. You don't put on a freaking fur coat and and prance around the dugout or tiptoe around third like a little fairy. You don't do that stuff. And I think it's awesome the way they play the game. And I said it after the game. I said, hey, my heart really breaks for those guys. They were all lined up along the front of the dugout watching us celebrate. I said, because they played the game the right way. And you hated that someone had to lose that game. But, you know, I I love it. I love to see two teams going at it, playing hard, gritty baseball. But doing it the right way, it's yep. just so refreshing to see. All
1: right, Bubba, we're, we got to go, but i got to ask. I, I texted you guys during the broadcast this week, and I never got the answer. What went wrong on your flight on the way to Chapel Hill?
0: Everything, Justin, <laughs> you name it. It was a crap show from start to finish. So my, first of all, we get there. I get to Charlotte waiting for my connecting flight, and it's not even posted on the board. And I happened to be sitting there next to a pilot that they called in. They said, Well, there's some kind of problem. So they called me in to fly the plane. But I don't think it's going to happen because you're not even posted on the board. The other flight's not here. They don't even know where your plane is. So we're waiting and we're waiting. Then, then, so my wife, I, I know you, I got to make it quick. My wife gave me an app, it was an American Airlines app. And I'm like, What the hell did I do with this thing? So, the minute it said canceled, after like an hour delay, it said canceled. I got on this app, and there was one seat available on the plane, and I clicked on it. I had to do it like five times, but I got the last seat on the last flight out, which landed at like midnight in uh, in in uh, Raleigh Durham. Mm-hmm. And so we get to the, then I get to the car rental place. There's a guy that doesn't speak English trying to rent a car, and it, he stood there for 30 minutes arguing with these people. And there's not a lot of you don't have your A-team there, I think, at 1.30 in the morning <laughs> at a car rental place. No. So anyway, long story short is I got in at 3 or – I don't even know what time it was oh, when God. I finally got my car, got to Chapel Hill. But it was just a colossal – there was just so many things that went wrong. And there was a lady there that couldn't get her car, and she's got an autistic kid at home by himself, and I felt horrible oh. for her. I Actually, when I got my car, I offered her – I'm like, hey – do you want me to give you a ride somewhere? Cause they wouldn't work with her at all. You know, because the guy that couldn't speak English was up at the counter, you know? And, and I don't know. It, it, it was just sad. And she's like, no, I think we got it worked out, but I was going to drive her wherever I felt horrible for her. Um, it was just a mess, but you know what? It, it all went away. Once I got to the ballpark Saturday morning, a couple hours of sleep, I was good to go. And, uh, Man, it was awesome. It was a fun weekend. It really was.
1: Well, no offense, but that. if that's an omen of good things to come, I hope you have a terrible trip to Omaha.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not flying out with a team tomorrow. I'm gonna wait until up. Uh, I'm leaving. I'm leaving Friday. Uh, I'll leave Friday morning okay. to get there. So I got I got some stuff to do the next few days. So uh, so I'm gonna miss the team flight. But I will say, flying back on the charter flight. Oh my goodness, so much. It was just so much better. I can't imagine. Refreshing. Relaxing.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Bubba, we got to run. I appreciate the time. Thanks again to Johnson's Home Center. uh Let's do it again next week. All right. Hey, y'all gonna be in Omaha, right? Yes, sir. I'll be there uh Friday with my show. I'm doing it at the same place Phyllis, so maybe I'll see you when you get up there.
0: Yeah, give me a shot when y'all get there. All
1: right, that sounds good. Thanks, Bubba. All right, see you guys. Go All right, right. got to run.